0: Well sometimes in your life you just need the bubbles. What bubbles? Hello and welcome back to Beer Bubbles, everybody. As Rasmus normally says, the bubbliest podcast in the world. In this episode, we get the chance to meet all the lovely people that were at All In Brewfest in Stockholm in the beginning of June. So join me and enjoy. Oh, yeah. So I'm standing here with Adam from Trax. Nice to see you.
1: Nice to see you too, mate. Lovely to be in Sweden.
0: And tonight we actually have a tap takeover with your brewery, but you're not there.
1: I'm not. I've been up since um, silly o'clock. I've had to go via Frankfurt and get in here, but tomorrow I'm going to be there after the festival. So what do you think of the festival so far? Yeah, it's it's nice and chilled out. Uh, Quite quiet, but it's nice to be in Sweden pouring our beer for the good people. So yeah, can't complain. Have you had a chance to try anything else from uh, from any other the other brewers tonight? Yeah, um oh ignorantly, um I forgot a lot of them, but like I always love the guys at Stig Berrier's and I've been trying some of the local Swedish breweries and um, because I always like to do that when I come to a beer festival, but as always the beer's tasting great wherever I go in the world.
0: So whereabouts in the UK are you located?
1: We're from Manchester, UK. Best city in the world.
0: <laughs> you are staying here in Stockholm now for a few days at least and uh, might get a chance to see the local wildlife so to speak are there any
1: places that you have to go to so usually when i'm like traveling with the brewery i I check out the good coffee places the good beer places and good food so as long as i've got that and i've seen that stockholm's got lots of good coffee places so tomorrow morning that's going to be me to a few places
0: i've got one more question for you adam Uh, if this was the last day of your life you're seeing the light in the end of the tunnel and you could grab one more beer with you when you go. What would it be?
1: Oh my, uh, probably because I love silly beer. It's probably the Omnipolo soft serve because I like I like any beer that makes me smile and is stupid. Um, yeah, something like that that would just make me smile and yeah, die, die with a smile on my face. Thank you very much and have a great night. Thank you, thank you so much.
0: So bubbly, 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 bubbly. uh, We're on Beer Bubbles Podcast. I'm standing here with Jonas from Kaleidoscope. Welcome to Beer Bubbles Podcast. Thank you very much. So what do you think? We are at uh, All In Beer Fest at uh, Elite
2: Hotel in Stockholm. What do you think of the uh, festival so far? I think it's a nice festival. Lots of uh, other great breweries to uh, go and chat to. First time in Stockholm as well. So a good excuse to come here. It's not that crowded.
0: I thought it would be much more people. Bad on you, Stockholm. You should have come. Because beers and the brewers are really the top of the
2: top. I agree. Shame on Stockholm. Shame. Maybe they'll learn someday. I don't know. I don't know about you, sweets. <laughs> well, you are located in, in uh, uh, Denmark. Whereabouts in Denmark? We are from Copenhagen, the great island of Amma. So around three kilometers from city center. And you've been going on since when? We started just before Corona hit. We released our first beer in February and then the world went to shit. But now it's good to be out, out and about in the real world again, meeting people instead of just uh, selling cans on the internet.
0: Have you tried anything here at the festival so far? Uh, Yes. Good answer. I asked one of the guys who said the same answer. And I asked him, uh, what's the best you've tried? And he had really had to struggle because everything is really up there.
2: I think there's two different ones that I've tried so far that stands out. The pills from 50 and 50 f- from uh, Italy, holy Jesus. And the Rum Barrel aged Stock Ale from Maria Torts, I think.
0: Pretty good. I'm not going to keep you from your customers so long. This is just going to be a short interview. But I have to ask you one more thing. And this might be the hardest question in the world, but I need a snap answer. This is your last day in existence. You're going to die today. What's the last beer you're going to have?
2: Agustina Hillis.
0: Thank you very much. And have a great festival.
2: Thank you. You too.
0: Yes, bubbly, bubbly, bubbly. It's the Beer Bubbles podcast and I'm standing here with Jonas. We met uh, last summer at Shopping's Bryggeri and uh, I'm glad to see you again. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Nice to see you again, Christian. And what do you think about this? This is one of the first uh, festivals that I've actually been to since the COVID like, restrictions kind of released a, lo-
3: a lot more than they had last autumn and last summer uh, what do you think of the festival uh, I think the lineup is uh, great it's exceptionally good for for, uh, for Sweden and Stockholm um, hopefully there will be a little more people uh, next pass uh, but it's very nice and uh, it's like always it's very nice to meet all the colleagues in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the business I just spoke to Magnus at Hopnotch and I said well, did anything stick out and he
0: said no because the quality here is so exceptional that it, it's
3: it's like they brought all the best of the best i agree everything is very good i haven't tried uh, anything <laughs> less than the very very good so it's uh, that's correct yeah
0: we saw you last summer has anything happened since then
3: the big difference is of course that the covid is uh, uh, gone and uh, we have uh, we have uh, been able to uh, increase the business in in the brewery and increase the business in the restaurant and brew pub and it's uh, going very very well. So uh, we are uh, brewing and canning and uh, working very very hard in, in in the in the in the business for the moment. We
0: were talking a bit earlier. Uh, I'm going I'm going to I'm going to put you on a spot here a bit. We were talking a bit about alcohol-free beers, and um, you might not want to talk about it right now, but this is one of your dreams to have.
3: Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I know that uh, alcohol-free beer is uh, a big business. is a, a huge volume. Uh, we sell a lot of that in the restaurant uh, and in the brew pub, uh, but from other, uh, other breweries. And uh, of course, we, we, we like to have it in our own business. But um, I also think that um, I want to do it uh, as the big breweries do, uh, to take w- take away the alcohol and and, and do a regular and, and a very good uh, al- alcohol for a beer. So uh, we are not there yet, but uh, hopefully it's coming. It's hopefully it's coming. <laughs> it's it's an investment, and uh, I don't know it's uh, it's the first, but uh, hopefully sometime, yeah. Jonas, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Uh, I'm going to let you
0: get back to trying some more beers cuz I saw you have some more stuff standing in your in your little booth right now. But uh, have a great uh, festival and take care of yourself. Oh, thank you, Sisi. Thank you. And I forgot something. Ah, I forgot something. If this was your last day, what beer would you drink?
3: Oh, that's a re- re- real tricky question, but uh, the last beer will always be a pilsner, I think. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs>
0: Hi, guys, welcome back to Beer Bubbles. Uh, I'm standing here with Joseph from Verdant. Uh,
4: you're in a bit of a pickle, aren't you? Yes, um, we arrived uh, here on Thursday uh, in the knowledge that the beer will be here and fine and ready to pour. And I was told um, that the beer will then be a- available on Monday. And and I leave on Sunday, so it's it's been lovely. I've g- been getting to explore Stockholm as a as a as a cultural and a beer city rather than working. <laughs> I mean, I've been working. So, which spots have you uh, hit so far in uh, Stockholm? Obviously, Omnipolos. Um, Omnipolos hat. I went to the Stevregets bar, which was fantastic. Um, I. Forget than the the, uh, the name of the GM there. He was fantastic. He took us through a whole load of different beers, lots of different um, uh, interesting sodas and non-alcoholic stuff. And we it was myself and the guys from Northern Monk and uh, Dan from Cask here in Sweden. And we probably had twelve, thirteen different glasses in front of us, ranging from zero percent to fifteen percent. Just try. It was it was really fantastic, and he was. Um, amazing there at the Steebrugets Bar. They organise all their uh, all their beers in the fridges by a, li- a library system based on authors. So that <laughs> so they had a, an Edgar Allan Poe and a Douglas Adams and a and a, and a, uh, a Terry Pratchett fridge, <laughs> which I really appreciate. Uh, we then went to the the German Bar, San Francisco. Yes, San Francisco, which was fantastic. A beautiful old building in the old part of town, just overlooking the water. Lots of incredible um german styles um, Merzens and Dunkels and uh, um, Rauschmerzens and all, all those styles of beer that at Verdant we make primarily big hazy iPAs and double iPAs and so we don't get to drink that a lot, mm-hmm. so when I can go and drink clear lagers and and west coasts and and Dunkels and stuff like that then i I always jump at the jump at the chance because we're we're spoilt to have all of our big dippers and, and and hazy ipas but we don't get to try or at least make the other styles that much so that's what i'll be doing when i'm here <laughs> but you've got to come down to Akrad as well uh,
0: and check out our uh cuvier beers with uh, crazy uh, lambics
4: oh that mixed firm lambics saisons uh, is my favorite style of beer which is again ridiculous because i work for such a big hazy, <laughs> hazy double IPA brewery, but I, it's it's something I I adore, absolutely adore, and I think um, a lot of Scandinavia do amazing mixed firm beers that don't get to see the a uh, much light of day, particularly in the in the UK. It's all either Belgian or the or the American stuff.
0: The festival's been on now for a few hours. Been a gap that was quite it was quite a slow start. Mm. But uh, now it's picking it up. More people coming in.
4: Uh, what do you think so far? I'm. Um, I mean, there's such an incredible selection of breweries here, from not only in Europe and in Scandinavia, but from the US as well. So there's a lot of stuff that even a seasoned person that goes and works at beer festivals all over the world. There's so many breweries here that I've yet to try, and I've been have been on my radar. So it's it's a testament to all in and the, and Pele and the guy to put it on just the the quality of beer here so i'm really excited to go and try some stuff that i've been sort of waiting to tick off i must say i, was, I spoke to another guy from another brewery
0: earlier today and he said like because i asked him you've been around trying some beers what's the what's the highlights and he's like you know what there's no highlights everything is
4: absolutely fucking top notch it's it's so good in there it's it's so good i'm again going around drinking a lot of a lot of lagers and clear beers at the moment just because i don't get a don't get a chance to but um certainly people like gamma uh i'm their beers are akin to ours and i think fantastic there's a lot of the swedish breweries i really want to try while i'm here as well that i haven't that don't usually get over to the uk so there's i've got uh i've got a lot of drinking in this evening to do (laughs) joseph i've
0: just got one question left for you If this was your last day in life, and you got time for one more beer, what would it be? Fast. Augustina (laughs) Hellas. Thank you very much. Josef, have a great night, and take care of yourself.
4: Thank you so much.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Beer Bubbles, the bubbliest podcast in the world. I'm standing here at All In Beer Fest with Magnus from Hop Notch. Welcome to Beer Bubbles. Normally it's your lovely, lovely girlfriend who's
5: uh, talking to us. Well, it's Jessica who's the brewer. I just do everything she tells me to do. (laughs) So she knows how to brew. I know how to do what I'm being told. (laughs) And well, don't sell yourself
0: short. You you're doing all the marketing. You're doing um, taking care of deliveries and stuff. And uh, you are kind of part of a part of a couple. So you are a big part of Hop Notch.
5: Yes, of course. It, it's a team effort. Uh, definitely. There's so much more to running a brewery than just brewing beers. But but it's the beers that's the king. Or in this case, maybe the queen. (laughs) Uh, But uh, every part of the administration, distribution, government contacts, everything has to be done as well. It's not that sexy, but it has to be done. So what do you think of being at a beer festival again? This must be uh, what you actually live for. It's wonderful. It's uh, actually one of the few times we get to meet the customer uh, because we don't have a borrower own so uh, we just make the product ship the product and hopefully see some uh, interaction on social media but it's when we're on a festival that we actually can meet the customer face to face and see their reaction and it's so wonderful every time to see you serve a beer to someone who's a bit skeptical and then you see their face light up in a smile and say yeah this is good
0: (laughs) Uh, I know you've uh, you've been here all day now. It's it's not that late. It's only five o'clock in the afternoon. Have you been able to try anything else from the other exhibitors?
5: Yes, actually, I I did the rounds uh, about an hour ago, uh, taking a few samples everywhere uh, because I'm driving tonight. So uh, there's not much drinking for me today. Uh, Jessica is driving tomorrow, so hopefully uh, I, I have to do some more testing tomorrow. <laughs> Did anything stick out to you? As always, uh, it, it's hard to mention one or two beers. Uh, there's so much great beers, so much great breweries. I mean, I'm a kind, uh, kind of guy who likes the hoppy stuff and uh, uh, good hoppy beers here. Uh, the sour beers, I have not tried. <laughs> and also uh, a few Imperial Stouts, which I tried, just a little, little taste and uh, really good as well. I must say, I've I've done
0: the rounds as well. I've been around here now checking out most of the brewers. And uh, in my opinion, the quality is extremely high. As you said, it's hard to mention one because everything is, the, the quality is extremely high
5: all over the board, so to speak. Yes, uh, it's not like uh, every Tom, Dick and Harry is here. Uh, uh, it's great breweries presenting great beers.
0: Well, uh, I'm not going to keep you away from your little stand and your beers anymore, but it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you this time instead of uh, Jessica, who you know normally talking to when it comes to the podcast. But uh, have a great day and take care of yourself. Just going to ask you one thing. If this was your last day in life, what beer would
5: you drink? Well, uh if this was my last day in life, I'd probably go for our Imperial Hop Start, a double IPA, West Coast style. Thank you very much, Magnus. Have a nice day. Thank you. Have a nice day. Oh, yeah.
0: Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, from Stiebergetts, Ollie is
6: back again. Hey up. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. How you doing, man? You all right? Yeah, all good here. Enjoying a nice, sunny Stockholm weekend. And we're at uh, All In Beer Fest. Yeah, we are indeed. All In has just started its first uh, first branching into Stockholm. So it's quite fun to see a bit of Gothenburg, but also still you know, local, good craft beers from all over Sweden and bits outside as well. But good to see... Because like my experience at least is that Stockholm hasn't got as many independent beer festivals tied to it, not in a negative way, but more just a looking on the outside in. That it's quite nice to see more of a spotlight on small brewers doing beer and stuff. In Stockholm, there's more fairs than festivals. Basically, it's, this is
0: it's more of a uh, get get the business in. It's like and that, and
6: and um, especially down in Gothenburg and in Skåne, it's more more like let's have a party. Oh, yeah, I mean, I know, because I've been to Stockholm uh, many, many times, mainly for the uh, Erlen Whiskey Messer, which is, it, it is what it is. It's not bad, it's not good, but it, it's, you know, the second you walk in seeing the huge cash flow of exposure spent on, like, the big breweries compared to, like, the small, like all the small breweries do have a stand and everything, but it clearly it not the, the spotlight isn't the the quality of what's in your glass or anything, the spotlight is how are we going to sell the most kind of stuff. Um, you mean, you still have a good time and have fun at it, but it's just different to when you compare it to, like, something like this where it's just all about what is in your glass at the end. It should be good beer. I mean, you can see it as well as you look around here right now that every brewery has exactly the same, here's the name, there's the keggerator. done. It's not about who can show off and have the biggest, fanciest accolades. It's all about you like what you like we like what we do it's more it's not about like
0: i can afford a big neon sign you can't
6: yeah exactly it's uh it's all about what you have in the keg done i spoke to magnus at uh, hop notch and
0: i i I tried to push him and say like because he'd been around trying some stuff and i said what's sticking out and he said nothing's sticking out it's all extremely high
6: quality would you agree uh, I mean, everything, because we've, uh, I mean, I've always done my classic where these days I always just want to find a nice pilsner. Just a nice, easy, sessionable beer, because, I mean, the same, we've brought, like, you know, 7 8% IPAs, because that's what the customers want. Uh, but everything I have popped around and tried has been, of course, top, top notch. Yeah, it's all been absolutely fantastic, so there's no... You know, you know, it's quite nice coming to beer festivals where you don't have to go oh where's the good one it's just kind of like oh who's the closest one <laughs> is what is more important just who can I just get a beer off immediately because I know it's going to be good regardless and do, do we need more of these festivals and fairs? I think so I mean I think it'll be quite fun I know because Stigs we've been talking about doing um, we're looking to do our own festival uh, in kind of celebration of our 10 year anniversary next year. Well, we're thinking maybe having doing a few little, uh, not little, like medium ish parties, but more focused towards like having rather than just going, here's a beer festival where everyone always just brings all their IPAs and big barrel aged stouts, because obviously that's the most uh, untapped worthy of the beers. We're kind of thinking maybe we should do like a okay, we're going to do our lager party this day. We'll do our IPA party another day where we take beers from ourselves and our friends that we really like and respect and think, let's let us have a celebration of this beer style and, like, rather than make people... Because you're almost... The only downside to this is because everyone wants to make a good impression to the customers is that you end up having to show off the same styles exclusively. I mean, like, walking around today is there every stand has at least one, mainly two IPAs pouring, which is the popular beer style, the hype the bit and piece, which makes it make sense. But it'd be kind of more fun to kind of showcase, I think, like, fun festivals like this, but you kind of more showcase the beer style. Like, okay, here's our 2030 favourite lagers from the world. Boom, there you go. And then the next one is here's our favorite IPAs from the world, then we have our stouts, then we have our porters, and we have sours. you know you, you may focus a bit more like do do them all together, but separate as well i 've got a better idea for you i 'm going to give you this for free all right. uh, you
0: should actually have sea Barrards and a friend. invite a brewery, let them bring different beer styles and match them all with the same from you, and just have one night all these beers show them off, and then next time have another brewery instead. So you get all the styles at the same time, and not just the crazy, crazy stuff.
6: I mean, also fun, because we, uh, we, we, we're we hoping to start doing similar like things like that, because uh, as of, I'm hoping Wednesday, so five days from now, we should be opening uh, Shangri-La in Gothenburg, where it's going to be, obviously Stig Bay, it's focused, beer and tap, like, kind of like our first proper tap room we obviously have Footen as well which is like a bar but shangri is supposed to be a bit more like brewery linked focus not just a bar that we also work with but we're going to have uh, at shangri we'll have a separate room with um, another seven eight nine taps um, where when we do collabs and stuff we're going to try and do a bit of a showcase to it and we can definitely start doing I mean I think for me it's always a shame because we've not had the same kind of uh, output in terms of bars in Gothenburg we've got Kino is ours but it, it Kino does its thing and works really well in its in its right but it's not a beer beer nerdy bar it's a great bar mm. so we're hoping that like going forward when we do collabs and stuff that we we can actually invite friends over and take a lot of kegs in and showcase it at our place in Gothenburg as kind of a bonus Part of when we do these, because I mean, a lot of the times, you know, you do, a, we we have people over, people are really excited to see what we brewed up together, which is fun. But then you also feel like, yeah, they've come all the way from the US, the UK, Germany, Italy, wherever. But then you don't actually get anything more than a few Instagram photos that they were in the building.
0: Yeah, so do a collab and have them for
6: a party. That's the plan.
0: Uh Ollie, I'm I'm going to cut you short there because... This is supposed to be short interviews, and I know that if, I, if you start talking, you don't stop, just like me. Uh, but I'm going to give you one last question. If you were
6: to die today, what would your last beer be? Timothy Taylor's Landlord, every time. It's the best beer in the world. It is ambrosia. When, in old mythology, they were describing what the perfect, the drink of the gods, the nectar, the ambrosia. They were describing Timothy Taylor's Landlord. It's the best beer in the entire existence. Thank you very much, Ollie, and have a great festival. Thank you, thank you. I'm enjoying it so far.
7: Oh, yeah.
6: Ladies
0: and gentlemen, I'm standing here at f- uh, Brewery Frontal at All In Brewfest with Roll. Hi, man. Nice to be here. Was that pronunciation okay?
8: Uh, Somewhat. It's like Brouwerij Frontaal. So it's close, but yeah. But your name? Uh, My name is Rob Bukens.
0: I'm the uh, owner uh, and one of the brewers at Brouwerij Frontaal. We've had a few of your beers at Accurat. I think your stuff is fantastic. And it's so nice to see you here at All In. Uh, How do you find it so far?
8: Uh, The festival? The festival is nice. There's a lot of really good brewers around here, so... Yeah, I'm excited to be here and uh, I'm uh, happy that um, to try some of the bears from uh, other birds as well.
0: But tell us a story about Frontal. What what, what, what is, when did it start? What is it? Sure, so we started back
8: in 2015, so it's almost seven years ago when we started super small. So we started in a sea in container actually. So it was like a 200 liter system and from there it kind of quickly grew. So we went from... 200 to in three years we went, we managed to build an, a bigger brewery we built a theater liter installation then we got a tap room attached to it and we slowly expanded and we're actually on the verge of opening a new brewery is like a, an even bigger one uh, and that's gonna happen in two months from now something like that so yeah exciting times there's a lot of things going on right now so so where in the Netherlands are you located we're in the lovely city of Breda, which is in the super south of Bre- uh, Netherlands. So, we are right in between uh, Antwerp, which is Belgium, uh, and Rotterdam, which is like 20 minutes
0: north from us. So, right in between there. If you go there in, in a month from now, you might be able to try some stuff at Frontal. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we have
8: a nice tap room. It's, like it's, a, it's a big place. So, we have 31 beers on tap. There's always... I think at least 20 beers from us on tap and then we have like uh, uh, always 10 or 11 uh, guest beers we do a lot of events so we always have some breweries come over so we have uh, let me think we have Superstition Meadery coming over soon Uh, we have some breweries from America coming over Trek Brewing is actually coming over soon so yeah that's uh, there's always something going
0: on I must say that I've worked this business for 30 years now and the reason I'm still in it is because of the people. Because the people are always fantastic. When I spoke to you the first time when I came around, I, just, the smile on your face really made me happy. And I must say, this has been fantastic so far. I just have one question left for you. If this was your last day on earth, what would you drink? And you have to be quick about it.
8: Uh, it's Oval. It's... Uh it's a perfect it's a perfect brewer's beer, so uh, Oval is the, is the final answer. <laughs> Thank you very much, and have a great night. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you.
0: So, guys, I'm standing here uh, with Simon from Maria Torres Micke Uh one of, to me, most elusive breweries in the world. I've been trying to get a hold of this guy, for ages and ages and no one had his number I've got it now so it might turn up at Akrat in the future again uh, Simon, nice to
9: have you in the podcast Thank you, thank you very much, nice to be here So who are you and why did you end up doing this? I guess I'm Simon and I have a small brewery on in, out in the outskirts of Stockholm called Maria Torrits Uh Five years ago I took over an already existing brewery with the same name and it was basically just 40 square meter very small Braumeister 50 liter in plastic buckets and I started to brew deer and uh, I've been brewing deer the last five years upgraded the system to 400 liter steric kettles and uh, yeah trying to make more beer and that's where we are right now Eniel what do you think of this festival right now I will enjoy it a lot because it's not very crowded but uh, I think they have successfully gathered quite a lot of, uh, to me, very good breweries. Uh, so as a, if I were a visitor, it would be a very good festival and good amount of people, which I guess is bad for all in. But, but I spoke to one of the breweries before
0: uh, when I, and I asked him well, what's the best beer, because he had walked around and tried some beers. and he said like, And I asked him what is the best beer here right now, and he said, It's so hard to choose because everything is really, really up there.
9: I've sadly not uh, tried as much as I probably have uh, because I've not been wondering about and tried so much. But what I've tried from most breweries before have been really good. So I trust that they keep the quality up, I guess. Simon, I only have one last question for you. Uh,
0: If you would die today, what would be the last beer you ever had quickly?
9: Uh, getting black us, or Black Label
0: thank you very much and have a great end to this festival and have a great day tomorrow thank you bubbly 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 we're back with beer bubbles and I'm standing at all in beer fest with Vaz from uh, Northern Monk how you doing
10: hello <laughs> yeah I am doing good thank you how are you doing
0: I'm well so far. It's it's been uh, quite a long good day, and uh, finally, some people are coming in and and trying your beers as well. Trying everyone's beers. I must say, the quality of everything in here is extremely high.
10: Oh yeah, I totally agree. Just uh, had the privilege of being able to go around and try some of our friends' beers, and um, obviously. You know, during the pandemic, obviously you're kind of at the mercy of whatever you can get in your available <laughs> country and nearest shops, so uh, it's actually really nice to see some friends who've maybe not had so much over the last couple of years and see what they've been up to and how they've developed and uh, yeah, just generally it's been like, yeah, super fun last couple of hours trying people's beers and catching up.
0: And you've been with northern Monk for six years now and they've been around for seven and a half-ish. You're located in Leeds, which is... To me, that's kind of the centre of where new beers, new B- UK beers come. Because I, I know the guys from Magic Rock from way back. Uh, there's there's quite a lot of happening just around there between, say, London and, and Manchester.
10: Yeah, Leeds is a city that really celebrates food and drink and in particular independent business. Um, So we kind of came on the scene, you know, along with a lot of people and I think uh, really put our stamp on like the north of England. You know, people who are outside of the UK might naively believe that like, you know, London was like the sort of centre of that. But I think you know with nor- you know with the northern spirit you kind of get this underdog spirit which is really cool it's kind of like ah, oh, no, like you know we can do this we can brew amazing beer and i think what you found is with that kind of spirit you've got some really cool beers now in the north of uh, the uk so it's a really cool city well worth a visit and you know there's obviously our beer but a lot of amazing beer to be had in that city
0: and how did you end up at northern monk who are you and where do you come from basically
10: <laughs> um so i come from uh brew originally so i got a job kind of out of uni and i at that point i wasn't really into beer or had any good beer and uh this was sort of especially uh quite a few years ago when brew dog was a lot smaller than we know it now and they invested a lot of time and had a lot of passionate members of staff who were kind of like oh hey like if you like you know if you like enjoying you know and uh, tasting good drinks because at that time I'd mainly sort of drank cocktails, that sort of thing. It kind of got me onto to beer, and the coaching was really, really good. Um, so I soon got into like, oh, this beer is like really cool. So, OK, so if I don't necessarily just want to, you know, do work on the bar, like what are my options? Um, and then kind of worked at Marble, which is like somewhere that's, you know, does uh, a lot of cask beer. Um, it's well known for that. Um, moved over to Northern Monk and uh, it was just like perfect timing, really. When I joined, they were very soon looking for someone in the sales and I didn't actually know how to do anything at that point. I just kind of learned because they was you know, they took me under their wing and now kind of where we are. Today, so yeah, like kind of learned on the job, and it's just been really cool to see it grow.
0: Could you, like, in five sentences, cook down the essentials of what Northern Monk is?
10: It's old school traditions and taking how beer has had a place in the community and the role it plays with like sort of uh, bringing people together um but with a progressive attitude to ingredients and techniques to create an overall really amazing spe- experience hopefully for the consumer we kind of believe that beer should you should enjoy the beer but hopefully the experience itself is kind of what cements it in your memory you know i feel like most people kind of resonate with that not just like oh that tasted really nice
0: well, I'm not going to keep you from your little booth with your beer taps anymore. It's so nice to meet someone passionate about this, as everyone is in here. But I'm just going to ask you one more question. And I'm really going to need a quick answer from you. Uh, and it's the hardest question in the world for someone who's interested in beer. This is your last day on Earth. You see the light in the end of the tunnel. And you get to grab any beer with you. Last beer uh, you ever drink. What is it?
10: Uh, Angry Chair did a beer called Rainbow Sherbet. but it's 100% that beer. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So let's go to Tampa and have some Angry Cher beers. <laughs> Thank you very much, Was. It, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's so nice to talk to you and um, hope to see you soon at Accurate as well.
10: Amazing, thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, love loved the bar, I've been loving Stockholm, so hopefully a bit more in the future and we'll meet again. Cheers. Cheers. Oh,
0: yeah. Welcome back to the bubbliest podcast in the world, Beer Bubbles. I'm sitting here with Pelle Frost, one of my v- heroes. Actually, <laughs> One of the guys who's done quite a lot for this business. And one of them is doing
11: this festival. (laughs) First in Gothenburg, but now in Stockholm for the first time. What do you think of this? I think uh, Stockholm is a totally different animal than uh, uh, Gothenburg. Uh, We've uh, had quite a big following from the start. uh, And uh, I'm a little bit surprised of how hard it feels to uh, get into the Stockholm crowd. The community, though, has been very supportive, and that's been really cool.
0: I must say, all the all the exhibitors you've had here today are... As I spoke to Magnus at uh, Hop Notch, yeah. and I said and I asked him what, what his favourites were, when he just walked around and said there's no favourites, everything's fucking amazing. So what you are doing is fantastic it's just so sad on this first day to see that not everyone knows how fantastic this is
11: yeah i don't i, I don't know what to say but we we've, we've brought some really good people and some really good beer and uh i'm happy that everyone is supporting me with just coming here with their beer uh that's been awesome for sure all in
0: I remember you and me about eleven, twelve years ago, standing at Salomon Twist, and you told me, "I've got something going on." Yeah. And from there,
11: it's been quite a journey. Yeah, it's it's definitely been a journey. Uh, th- the craft beer scene has been, I don't know what to say, a roller coaster out of this league. I mean, uh, th- the first years. It felt like whatever we did was uh, just taken on and appreciated and we were filling a gap because nobody was really doing the same type of American style beer that that we wanted to produce and that we wanted to buy to the bar that I was working in. But nowadays, I mean, like most brewers actually uh, do really solid beer. It's, it's hard to go to any beer festival and, and see somebody uh, not being on par with uh, the rest of them, kind of. It's because you go to the festivals that you create. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, I understand what you're talking about. The quality has improved. risen oh, yeah. and improved greatly yes, over the last yes, years. Yes, definitely. And I think it's also because the community has been more and more open like it was in Gothenburg from the beginning it's it's starting to develop all over the country that people are embracing that let us help each other out and we'll both do better beers yeah
11: yeah sure sure yeah i mean community wise it's uh, it was really great to see like Care of Hops did a stand with Stockholm beer in uh, Gothenburg and uh, that made me realize that there is a stronger community in Stockholm than i believe there was Uh, which made me uh, really hopeful and thankful. And, you know, it was just fun to see because I, I had an idea that we had a community in Gothenburg and that didn't exist in the same way in Stockholm. But then they did this thing in Gothenburg with the Stockholm breweries and I'm like, yeah, it's happening.
0: Definitely, because we all realize at some basic point that if we want people to drink better beer, We'll have to produce better beer, yeah. And then we have to work together to iron out the kinks and like get rid of the like the bad and, and help each other out. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. You've been around smiling all day, but also a bit stressed. Oh yeah, over the lack of people coming, or or yeah, but yeah, the lack of people yeah, coming. Yeah, well, yeah, right? lack of people. The, coming. the people coming are really interested and they're really into this, but. How do we make people understand that this is something fantastic?
11: I don't know. For For a couple of years it felt like uh, we, we were just doing what we uh, wanted to see ourselves in uh, uh, our bar or uh, in our festival. And that seemed to be uh, enough for people to think it was interesting to come. I mean, like today there are so many festivals. And I understand you, you cannot go to all of them. And, uh, and also, what makes our festival into a, a, a different beer festival than any other beer festival. Um, I understand that it can be hard to see that as a uh, consumer or a, a beer-interested person, but that might not have uh, dived deep yet into what the difference might be. I mean, we, we invite the brewers that we want to work with. And we, uh, we could invite more, of course, because we like to work with even more than we have room for. I mean, that's a problem even. Every every year with the Gothenburg Beer Festival that we do, we uh, only invite like 45, and we try to keep it fresh, and we, we, we try to like mix things up, which is in itself a problem because we cannot invite the same brewers all the time then because then need, we can't keep it fresh
0: uh, you need to have something new coming in all the time and uh, yep, yeah. yeah. I understand you fully don't lose hope on us in Stockholm please because this is going to be big I, I tell you it, it has to be big because what you brought here to Stockholm with all
11: in beer, beer fest we need it I'd love to come back and uh, I mean it's tomorrow as well so uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow and we'll uh, evaluate and uh, see if we can uh, put on a new show next year or the year after or whatever I'd love to I mean it's the biggest city in Sweden if we can't make it work here then then maybe just should take it easy and uh, lay back with what we know I mean I want to be uh, I want to be in Stockholm uh, as well but uh, I am really happy with what we do in Gothenburg and we we make that work so uh, and I've spoken to the guests who have been
0: here and they're going like this is fantastic it's amazing so probably tomorrow's gonna be you're gonna walk out of here having a big smile on your face because you're worth it man
11: (laughs) <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, I, yeah, I really hope so. I uh, decided like a week ago that I am going to be happy with this event, whatever happens. It's going to be a, a fun event just to uh, be in Stockholm and be a part of this community.
0: Pelle, always in the end of Beer Bubbles when I do interviews, I have a special question. This is the last day of your life and you, you see the end. It's the light in the end of the tunnel. you got a chance to grab one beer and bring it with you. What's it going to be?
11: Oh, damn. There was uh, no quick answer to that one.
7: <laughs>
11: you, know, you know, like most brewers do a really good New England style IPA or a really good I, uh, pale ale these days. So I'd probably just grab one and uh, be happy with that one, because, yeah, we, we've reached a point where I think most of the time it's freaking awesome. I think it was called Haze, but with a C. Um, okay. And I had it with friends. They were making a barbecue, and they had just bought some beer. And it was fucking awesome. And I realized then how far we've come with everything. When, when a beer from umeo tastes like something that I would buy from the US a couple of years ago and, and would gladly pay like a lot of money for it just to get it. And it was so fucking great and I realized if this would have been like coming from stone a couple of years ago, I would be so fucking happy with that beer. And you'd pay out of your ass to get it. I'd probably do. <laughs> but but now it's here, local. So I'll grab that one, <laughs> Pelle.
0: Absolutely fantastic, and thank you for having me at All In Beer Fest. Gotta tell you, there's not many people out there being more genuine people than Pelle. So uh, follow him. Make sure you support him and All In Brewing. And uh, guys, have a great night. Cheers. Cheers. Well, that's it for this episode. And of course, it's all in beer fest, not all in brew fest. Pelle and everyone who uh, let us join you there, thank you very, very much. Thank you to our sponsors, Bishop's Arms, Elite Hotels, and of course, lovely Accurate, with both me and Rasmus work. You guys, sit tight till next time. There's going to be more coming up in two weeks. Take care. Bye.